0: We could use your help keeping the Omaha History Podcast going. Please consider becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Go to patreon.com Omaha. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. It'll help pay the light bill. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassey. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. Tucked Away in North Omaha is a historic neighborhood that gets little attention. However, the people who live there have vibrant memories and meaningful stories that lasted a lifetime. The Central Park neighborhood extends from North 33rd to North 48th. From Ames Avenue to Sorensen Parkway, located west of the town of Saratoga, it was never an incorporated town like its neighbors in Irvington or Benson. A lot of oral histories of the area talk about it being a rural community surrounded by farms and fields, orchards, and more. Rising from cornfields and hills, the Central Park neighborhood has a long history dating back to the 1880s and 1880s. Adam, I understand you got a bunch of details you can share with us.
1: You know, Steve, a wagon ride must have been a heck of a thing. Because, I mean, think about it. The wagons had shocks if they were expensive, but they were generally just flat on the bottom and the boarded seats and the horse galloping at his own pace or as you told him to, but you were going over every bump. These farmers who lived out in the countryside around Omaha, they must have had a heck of a commute getting into town. And it was surely convenient for them when commercial stuff started popping up in their own area. They didn't have to suffer those wagons as much, maybe. It was the 1870s when stuff started to pop, around that interse- pop up around that intersection at 42nd and Grand. That stuff included a church, a congregational church. It included a school, a little one-room schoolhouse originally. It included a general store. Over the years, that intersection at 42nd and Grand moved from those little dinky country places and became something great. Then it changed again after that. But let's talk about what brought it there. You know, Steve, we had these farmers who were building in the Douglas County region all around Omaha. North and west of Omaha, there was Benson. And then north of Benson, there was Central Park. Central Park was built on the bones of a town that was called West Saratoga. It was never really a formal town, but it was a gathering of these little small buildings with a bunch of farmers who lived around it and different country folk who lived right around this area, of 42nd and Grand. They called their town West Saratoga in honor of the, t- the road that led right to them from the east. By then, it was called Grand Avenue. It was named after the hotel that used to be at 24th and Grand, the Grand Hotel that was built in the 1850s. These folks took the Grand Avenue all the way out there. It was probably called Grand Road at some point. But they took it all the way from Saratoga at 24th Street all the way out to 42nd. They built up their businesses. They built up their farms. They built up their houses. They built Victorian-style houses of all kinds out there. But they were farmhouses, you know, big American four-square farmhouses. Simple, but straightforward and easy. There were also East Lake houses, you know, with fancy stick details and lots of cool shapes and turrets. Interesting roof lines and all kinds of things. These folks all needed places for their kids to go to school. So they built a little school out there that was eventually called the Central Park School. Central Park School is still open today. It's been rebuilt Almost a half dozen times. They needed places to go to church, so they opened up a congregational church. The building was right near 42nd and Grand. It was just a half block over on the northeast corner. That building's still there, even though it's another church. It's still the original building, or the second building that was built for that church. The Central Park Congregational Church, the West Saratoga Church, it was originally called. It originally meant in the basement of the one-room schoolhouse before that got rebuilt into this big brick mammoth that's there today. All the way into the 1920s and 30s, it was kind of remote out there. But a wonderful thing happened in the 20s when they extended the streetcar line up Ames to 42nd and then up 42nd to Grand. There was a U that was there where the streetcar would turn around and then head back down 42nd. So that was the end of the line as it were. But it was far from the end of the line from the people who were living in that neighborhood in the 1920s. That's when the neighborhood really filled in. Located just to the west of the Emanuel Hospital that was called the Eman- it was part of the Emanuel Deaconess Institute. There were hundreds of healthcare people who were employed there. They lived in that neighborhood. They lived in the Central Park neighborhood right there. So did a lot of people who worked in the stores and buildings that were all along Ames Avenue by the 1920s and 30s. Even gathering around 42nd and Grand were several other stores. There were grocery stores, there were clothing stores, there were restaurants, uh, two cafes. There was a beautiful drug store, the Central Park Pharmacy, that was an icon in the neighborhood all the way starting way back in the 1920s. And it was open all the way into the 80s. A very important business that acted as an anchor for that entire area. In the 1940s and 50s, the area became, after World War II, very important for new development. Any part of the neighborhood that wasn't filled in before became infilled with houses, especially to the north of the neighborhood on the north side of Sorenson Parkway today. That area filled in after World War II. But so did the area around Central Park School and whatnot at 42nd and Grand. Lots of houses popped up. Simple cracker box houses, they're called. low, uh, Short eaves and one-room houses that were affordable for these former soldiers who were looking for good places to work. The people in the neighborhood enjoyed amenities that started coming around in the 50s, including the Ames Plaza, which we've talked about in a previous episode, as well as uh, the Fontenelle Park, which is over at Ames and Fontenelle Boulevard. We did an episode on that, and there's a great article on North Omaha history that explores it, too. So lots of things were coming around in the 50s. That same time period, students from the Central Park neighborhood were going to North High School, just a few blocks away from their homes. North High enjoyed a spectacular football dynasty in the 1950s and became very important in the early 60s. And uh, lots of people were really enjoying their lives in that area. Then in the 1960s, a new phenomenon began where white people began to move out of the neighborhood to new suburban neighborhoods beyond 72nd Street, beyond 90th Street. And they were leaving that core area around Central Park that kept going all the way into the 70s and 80s. In the meantime, African-Americans were moving into the neighborhood for the first time, especially after the Fair Housing Act of 1963, 64. That really started to happen in mass in the 1970s and 80s. And the neighborhood transitioned from being mostly white to becoming mixed. And today there's still some of that mix, but a lot of African-Americans who uh, were looking for better houses than what they had in the near north side and other places they were confined to by redlining. In the 1980s, the neighborhood took a downturn and Central Park began to lose its economic face. There was a pizza shop and there was a thrift store and other amenities at 42nd and Grand, but they didn't last. Everything closed down in the 80s, Steve. The streetcars had stopped running in the 50s. The buses didn't come to 42nd and Grand for a little while, and folks had a hard time getting in and out of the neighborhood. Ames Plaza ended up closing down in the 1970s. North High School lost its luster in the late 60s, and the neighborhood changed pretty dramatically. By the 1980s and the early 90s, the economic base for the Central Park neighborhood was gone. There were no more retail storefronts in that area, or very few. The church had moved out. The West Saratoga Congregational Church that became the Central Park Congregational Church moved out. They left the area. And the school population declined at the Central Park School. The last decade has seen a resurgence of sorts in the housing among the neighborhood as organizations have come in and built in new houses and renovated old houses and uh, new homebuyers are moving in. And the neighborhood's showing some signs of revival, but the old Central Park Pharmacy building is now completely empty. And lots of the storefronts are just boarded up and sitting without any love. But we remember those solid working class homes and we remember the folks who lived there. One of the important pieces of the early identity of the neighborhood opened in 1888. It was called the Golden Hill Cemetery, Steve. The Golden Hill Cemetery is at 42nd and Brown, just north of Grand. And it's a Jewish cemetery. It was originally opened by the Shevra B'nai Israel Adas Rusa Synagogue and was a rural cemetery all the way into the 1920s. Today, the the entire cemetery is mostly full. And it's got beautiful markers and it's really well kept. It's protected by a large fence, uh, but it is open for visitors and it's well worth the look. Lots of the tombstones are written in Yiddish. But it's still wonderful to just look around and see all the detail and neatness that that cemetery had for so long. Uh, Rose Blumkin, the founder of the Nebraska Furniture Mart, she was buried there in 1998, maybe the most famous burial in the cemetery. Lots of other things happened throughout time, and there's lots of history to the neighborhood. I think one of the most important things to remember is the value of places like Central Park Pharmacy, which doesn't sound like it was that big of a deal. But, you know, when you were a kid in the 1920s and 30s and 40s and 50s, you could go to the pharmacy and get a cherry phosphate and some penny candy and uh your memories were intact right there the store sold you know everything that a pharmacy would sell and then some they were a paint store they had coca-cola and all kinds of great service fresh candy kodak cameras and films and toilet articles and Ice cream and malted milk and all kinds of glory. That's the kind of thing that built these little suburban neighborhoods around North Omaha. And when they left, the neighborhood kind of left as well. The business was sold in 1961, and uh, eventually it was moved out. And there was another Central Park pharmacy opened up other- elsewhere in Omaha. But that white flight really took away the rest of the business entirely. Today, the school is the bedrock of the community, and the school has changed and grown and become something else, while the majority of the neighborhood is mostly people of color. There are lots of absentee landlords who need to pay more attention to their homes, but it's still a beautiful place to drive around and look at the old Queen Anne-style houses and wonder what could have been and what could be in the future, as well as the people who live there right now and see all the ways that they're living. That's a little bit about the history of the Central
0: Park neighborhood in North Omaha. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.